triage. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry that I did that. I'm so melodious. Yeah, why is, what is this, you know? So sometimes I just like. Sacrosanct? Is that the correct <laughs> word? Idiosyncratic? First like, of all, stop going through SAT vocabulary <laughs> right now. We get, also me and Caden have both, Caden and I. Mm. Nice try, grammar. Yeah. Um, Caden and I have been referencing a lot of like pre law things. So, this entire podcast. Menzerea. Menzerea. That's not how you pronounce it at all. Hi, guys. We're back. We are back and we're better than ever. We are ba- faster, stronger, built to last longer. Yes. Whoever that is, sponsor us. If all, I want to say it's a car company. Probably. Ford. I hate Nissan. If you're listening, I hate Nissan. Carvana. Carvana. <laughs> but Did uh, you miss this? We didn't miss this. <laughs> we did it. Well, we kind of did. I kind of missed Caden, and I missed you guys. And thank you for missing us and caring about us and telling us to get back on our shit. Because it's been about a month. I think it's been about two months since we've recorded. Well, time is a construct. Actually, it's a and white it's man's construct. White supremacy. Yes. But we have neglected you guys unfortunately cue the aspca music we have neglected was that in poor taste i don't think it was in poor taste no no no. i think well we've unless you're dave Chappelle, then it's (laughs) god damn (laughs) fucking dave Chappelle. but (laughs) we've neglected you guys and we have grown a lot as people in our time away but we need balance and we need to be present it means a lot to both of us that you guys care about us yes um, we have a lot of updates for you. A lot. Moving forward, we think we're really going to try to script. Not necessarily a script, because I feel like that creates like inorganic content. Yeah. But Kate and I care a lot about politics. We actually works, we worked on several campaigns, both together and apart. Um, and we've noticed that we, because there's a lot of morality to tackle, and we've touched on like international politics, but I want to work more with domestic work. Mm-hmm. Um, both of us talk about politics constantly. It's something we kept almost out of the pod, I think subconsciously, because we feel like a lot of people talk about politics and we had more, I want to say like enigmatic and abstract constructs to tackle. And I think also on some level, I think we kind of strayed away from it because people expect us almost mm-hmm. to... You as know, polls di- majors. As poli- polls majors. Ah! To only talk about politics and that to kind of be our personality, which it low-key is our personality, but... I mean, like, we hide it well. I'm wearing a turtleneck right now, so I'm kind of a douchebag. I wear my AirPods for my belt loop, (laughs) But I think that's part of it also, is that, you know, people expected us, I think, to talk about politics, and we kind of subconsciously, I think, strayed away from Mm -hmm. it. But the entire purpose of this podcast was to discuss, you know, these inconvenient truths and those... And politics is an ultimate inconvenient truth. Exactly. And it's a super difficult intersection of identity to handle. Exactly. Um, so we're back. So topic and number two, I guess, like, who are we now, question mark? Who are we now? Season two. Is that the title of this podcast? Who are we now? Are I like now? that. I we're like back. that. Better who than are ever. Are we better than ever? Do we ever get better? Is progress a linear pursuit? Is there a historical end to, like, history? Mm. That's a Marxist question. Interesting. I've been radicalized. I think Nish is a Marxist, guys. But who's surprised? Ah! Anyway. 
I just look really good in red. Goku's bleed red. <laughs> so niche. Shout out to Rina Couture for supporting a uh, ethnocentric regime, aka Modi. Uh, shout out. Are we shouting out Rina Couture or uh, are we shouting at Rina Couture? I think we're shouting at Rina Couture. Also, those pancakes you gave us at the library sucked. Also, those damn robots. Such a waste of money. Okay. Also, why they talk and they're sentient, and this is the absolute worst form of apocalypse that could come upon us. <laughs> like I am okay with the robots taking over eventually. AI is cool and all. I watched yeah. Ex Machina, okay. Yes. Um, but this, really? Yes. I also have a lot of disdain for the fact that our president and chancellor post pictures of her okra in her garden. Yeah. While on Twitter, while there are students who are literally struggling to, you know, like find housing mm -hmm. on campus or, like, or you know, are, parking like, costs. Debt. What's up with that? Parking costs. Also, I've met a lot of people whose scholarships have not hit yet, and so they can't get enrolled in new classes. Exactly. So f that as well. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't curse just now. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> a curseful zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually exclusively encouraged. If every other word isn't fug. Do not tune in. Exactly. Exactly. Us demonetized. Anyway, um, <laughs> life updates. I think Caden and I have both taken very healthy hiatuses. Um, I think, so for one, um, I think, and we talked about this the other day, how I felt like for a really long time I existed outside of a brand that was projected onto me, a very conventional and stereotypical brand, both for my race, my identity, my major, and for a really long time all I knew about myself was that I existed outside that brand, and that there wasn't really anything else to hold on to. It was just so hard. It's It comes down to Orientalism, right? Like, cause you know, Edward Said really doing it to us. We love that guy. Uh, we really do. Yeah. I don't think he likes us that much. I don't know. We should ask him. I mean, he's dead. I know. <laughs> One day. Ouija board? Inshallah. Just kidding, it's not cool. <laughs> Ouija board? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I think for a really long time, I defined myself by what I was not. And the past few months have been a process of me like reaching out and discarding a lot of parts of my identity that had begun to hold me back had begun to like pigeonhole me and it's been a really exciting exploration it's also a very stereotypical very cliche way of getting to know yourself um but i've enjoyed it incredibly so and i really appreciate everyone in my life who's let me grow and who encourages me to grow um i love you guys I'm more vulnerable emotionally now. Wow. I've always been really vulnerable emotionally. I cry a lot, but it's good for your skin. My skin looks better, by the way. Say mashallah. Mashallah. Your skin is clear as fuck. You know what else is clear as fuck? The future, except climate change. Except climate change. That is actually a very scary thing. Can we tackle that bad boy? I think we should. Please. Actually, t um, thoughts on Greta. Thunberg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, that a be an as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> just general Gretas. I was thinking Hansel and Greta, but it's Gretel. <laughs> but anyways. Dude, today I was at a coffee shop and this girl, her name is Crystal. She's super cool. Crystal, if you're listening, you're so pretty, mashallah. I really enjoyed our conversation today. But I was telling her about Irving Crystal. He's a neoconservative. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Crystal's kind of like a sexy name. And I was like, I mean, like Norwegian sexy, I guess, which I guess. is like abstinent for everyone else <laughs> sorry if we have any norwegians listening in um i don't find your culture sexy i think the norwegians are far and few between so <laughs> that's such a weird demographic <laughs> anyway kaden where are you at where am i at a lot has happened in the past couple of months and it's really weird you know i think in college there's this thing that happens where it seems like your life is on like this like track. fast track mm -hmm. like it's like where i was freshman year is like so drastically different than where I am now. Like I've, ex I, it's 
it's almost like you can experience so much in the span of one month mm -hmm. that like makes up for like a year's worth of experience um but to answer the question at hand i think now i've been working on being more present mm -hmm. right and being more present not only with myself which is super important guys take time for yourselves no more bullshit self-care by the way you can do as many face face masks as you want but like i think our generation has this like obsession with like vocalizing things and we think when we say something out loud it becomes true all of a sudden mm -hmm. i think that's a type of egocentrism like i think our addiction to catharsis relates to our addiction to immediate gratification and it yeah. relates to our addiction to dopamine addiction addiction dopamine addiction dopamine addiction we're starting an acapella group <laughs> <laughs> but definitely you know this this idea of like taking care time for yourself mm -hmm. um and actually being present with yourself because it's very easy for i think a lot of us to like kind of get on this track like we see it all the time on twitter there's this trend on twitter by the way of like people like responding to text messages with like sorry like i don't have the emotional capacity to like have you seen this yeah it's yeah, yeah. like a shit i mean so i think there's a truth to it yeah yeah but simultaneously I think we mock the things that scare us. Yeah. And that's where a lot of, like, satirical humor comes from. But, like, it's true that sometimes we don't have the emotional capability to respond to things. But stop quantifying your emotional availability and stop using it as a cop-out. I agree. Um, but one thing I did realize over the first semester, since we're nearing the end, mm -hmm. is that I definitely didn't take enough time to be present with myself. Mm -hmm. And I definitely spent a lot of time maintaining i don't think superficial is the right word but maintaining um surface level interactions and surface mm -hmm. level relationships uh with people um and not to say that those relationships weren't meaningful in any way like every encounter you have with someone has some benefit mm -hmm. whether you know you know you learn from it right um but i definitely do think that one thing that I'm, I've been working on and one thing that I have been successful at is like carving down those interactions, right? Like, um, and I think Nish, we've talked about this, right? Like this idea of, you know, you know, like you go out and like we're very social people and we mm -hmm. talk to everyone and oftentimes, you know. We mean it. We want you guys to have good days. Oh. I think one thing Caden and I touched on earlier in a conversation and also we've been talking a lot and not recording and I think that's set us up for a really good and healthy place. Mm -hmm. um, that's just a side note. I just want you guys to know that there's conversations you are not a part of. Exactly. We are actually friends because someone <laughs> apparently asked if like we were actually friends and we are friends. Some we vibe a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been vibing we from Paris to Ecuador. Quite literally. Literally, that's not our vibes hit the motherfucking equator, dog. <laughs> the equator and the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, but that um, imperial estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely one of the things that I've been- We are friends. <laughs> we are friends, to clarify. <laughs> Beer. <laughs> but one of the things that I definitely have been working on is kind of like, A, strengthening meaningful relationships with the people that I care about mm -hmm. and the people that I can be present with. Because there are definitely, we all have friends that we, like Nish is one of my friends that I can go yes. to and talk to and just be present and not worry about, you know, external things. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously we have things in the back of our head, but I can just be present with Nish. And one of the things that I've been focusing on is maintaining those relationships, strengthening those relationships and kind of like carving out the the relationships that don't give me that honestly right? extraneous. extraneous it's okay i think 
it's okay. So Caden and I exist in a really interesting state, I think. Um, a settler colonial one, because, you know, the U.S. Exactly. Yoinks. Um, <laughs> Yoink. Yonkers? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Jinkies? <laughs> um, but so, I feel like social currency is like... I mean, we all we all exchange and butter our time with social currency, right? Yeah. Caden and I live in a very inflated economy, because I think both of us talk to a lot more people than the, like, than the average person. I didn't realize this until it was pointed out to me, like... You talk to so many people a day. No wonder you're exhausted all the time. And it manifests with people saying things like, oh, my God, you know everyone. And it's like... I don't. I, I know don't. three people. Right. But I don't, But the thing is, I find myself in this position where I, I kind of feel like I have to justify it. Like, certain friends of mine are like, are you really going to go talk to that person right now? Like, when we're having our time together? Right. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I definitely have, like been on this fast I'm sorry this track of like you know like Nish said carving out or taking out those like extraneous relationships because ultimately you know I think on some level we we tire ourselves out and it's a form of self-harm in Mm -hmm. my opinion when you go out of your way to build these relationships and build these you know um, you know build these relationships that are very surface level with no intention of like trying to you know make them into something beautiful, right also fun fact like i think a lot of people really like talking to strangers because there's no repercussions exactly. to telling a stranger the terrible terrible things you've done exactly. or how bad your day was or just like like trauma that you've carried with you for a really long time yeah kaden and i were talking about what you what those strangers do with that so when i when someone tells me about their day I carry it with me. Like, I carry it in my heart. Yeah. And it's really hard for me because I can't do anything about it. I think we kind of exist in this state where we exchange trauma almost. And I think it it allows us to kind of understand that other person. Yeah. So my friend recently told me I'm an empath, that I okay. feel people's yeah. emotions. And I think that explains part of the exhaustion. Yeah. And in the past, I think, two months, I've spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. For the first week, it fucking sucks. Um, it's Social currency is addictive. Yeah. I'm addicted to being around people. I thought for a really long time that's where I got my energy. And then I realized some people, fill, one of my favorite people, told me the metaphor of, like, filling someone's cup that everyone starts with half a glass of water. And you either exchange, you pour into one another's, you give each other energy, you give each other value and time and meaning... Or you pour into someone else's cup and they're left with a full cup and you're left empty. Exactly. And I think that there's a there's a TV show on Netflix. Um, Netflix sponsor us. Um, there's We're a- literally diverse. We're cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. We dress really well. We do dress well. And we're the same three outfits like on repeat. <laughs> yeah. so. But there's this TV show on Netflix called The President. Mm-hmm. And it's like so corny, but I actually, I, I really enjoy it. It's, you know, it's a really good TV show. I suggest checking it out, guys. But there was, Gwyneth Paltrow is in it. And, oh? <laughs> yeah. And there's a quote. She plays the mother in this TV show to this boy um, who's running for class president. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says a quote and the quote is, you know, we live in a society that over- you live in a society i live in my car <laughs> uh, we live in a society that overshares mm-hmm. and what that oversharing does is that it ultimately creates voids and a lack of empathy between individuals mm-hmm. um and i definitely think that on some level that's extremely true and frightening 
you know, Nish is mentioning the social currency and the fact that, you know, we almost exchange, you know, relationships and we exchange, you know, emotion and we exchange feeling with one another. But and oftentimes it becomes clout. It becomes clout. And oftentimes that exchange is not equitable. Mm-hmm. At, like it's not equitable. And if my, my thing is like I noticed that there were a number of relationships where like I would go and you know interact with these people and I would just feel drained after the fact like just drained and my question was always like why do I feel drained oh maybe it's because I'm stressed maybe it's because you know I didn't eat today and that could be part of it like I do forget to eat and I you know am a stressed individual because I'm like always like doing something he's always accomplishing something doesn't justify (laughs) poor eating habits everyone who's listening today if you haven't eaten yet please eat something please eat or drink water please drink water stay hydrated yes hydrate or dihydrate (laughs) but um, definitely like you know I would not I, I would brush it aside and it took a friend of mine saying, Kaden, you need to take better care of yourself. Not in the sense that you need to eat more or you need to like focus on your studies or you need to, but you need to take better care of yourself in regards to your social interactions. You should not leave social interactions drained mm-hmm. emotionally, right? You shouldn't. And that's one thing that I definitely took to heart in these past couple of months and I've been working on. Um, and also, your boy had his first heartbreak. Uh, <laughs> ow! 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 Oh, and that means I'm single, so, like, hit me up. But anyway. I've been trying to hit him up, but platonically, <laughs> love your friends. Exactly. No, I kid. I kid. I digress. But, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, um, definitely one thing that I think is, that I've learned is, like, the importance of taking time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Like, you know, who is Kaden? Who is Nish, right? You, We could not answer that question, and we probably will never be able to answer that question because we're constantly changing and we're constantly evolving. But to make the effort to answer that question, the least you can, you know, we can do is take moments for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And really, like, good, delve into those introspective, you know, sometimes existential dread. You know, a little bit of nihilism, a little bit of, like, Nietzsche. Exactly. Yes, that's my Twitter handle, yeah. Nietzsche. I did not kill God. <laughs> Stuck for a while. <laughs> but um, definitely, you know, taking those moments for yourself and, you know, kind of not to sound like one of those weird white people that goes to Africa to rediscover themselves. There's literally a movie about this white woman who goes to Africa. Rob Lowe is in it. My favorite line in the movie is when she makes, like, a latte and he goes, oh, you're really good at that. And she goes, yeah, I've been making two lattes for the past... 1400 days and he was and then he like does the math and tells her how many lattes that is and she goes you're so cute and so smart and then she hands him the latte and he goes thank you a latte that's not how humans that social interaction made my nipples hurt Probably you're so much better than this. Also, super like neo-imperialist. Like she goes to Africa and everyone speaks English there, and they all have British accents and right. they celebrate Christmas. Really problematic movie. I'll shout it out in the next one. One thing I want to unpack is white South Africans. Like I really want to have an episode on white South Africans. We can do that later. But. If you are someone who wants to talk about your intersection of identity, feel free to come on. Actually, though. Like unironically, DMs. Yeah. Um. But Oh, I was going to ask. Okay, so when you leave a social interaction, like, what do you think some symptoms of being drained are? Other than just, like, physical fatigue, like, what have you noticed in relationships with people that is tiring you out? What, do you, what have I noticed as far as, like, what, like, the relationship that we have? No, in terms of, like, relationships that you've found, like, unhealthy to be yeah. toxic, to be draining, to be almost, like, parasitic. Yeah. I think it's really hard to recognize those relationships. 
So what do you think are some like key symptoms? I think one of the things, and this may seem a little bit uh, desensitized or, you know, like not sensitive, but I think one of the things is when you, I don't don't think friendships should be gloom and doom, doom and gloom all the Mm -hmm. time, right? Like, you know, I understand that we've convinced ourselves that friendships are based on trauma sharing Mm -hmm. and friendships are based on like sharing, you know, you know, friends are the people that you can go to and tell like, oh, I've had like the shittiest day, which is true, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can go, you should be able to go to your friends and, you know, have those conversations. You should go to yourself first. Exactly. 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 And that's the reason why you should take time for yourself. But... Um, if every interaction that you're having is, you know, a conversation about like just how horrible life is, that is draining. Mm-hmm. That is so draining. And it's not, it's not beneficial. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember one time someone was telling me they are therapist, you know, they were talking to their therapist about like, you know, like just life. Right. And their therapist was like, well, I know why you're sad. Or I know why you're, like, part of the reason why you're, you know, so, you're isolating yourself, or part of the reason why it just seems like you're in this cyclical, you know, or you're in this cycle of just kind of falling in and out of negative decisions, negative decisions is because you literally surround yourself with people who room like who literally just sit and ruminate mm-hmm. and in just their own angst. in their own angst. And, and I think that in and of itself... And I'm not saying you can't share, like, you know, things with your friends. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that, like, friendships are meant to be positive relationships. Mm -hmm. And friendships are meant to be relationships that... Friendships are meant to be relationships, in my opinion, that, like, help you grow. Like, you're supposed to grow with your friends, just like you're supposed to grow with a partner, a significant other, right? Um, And you can't do that, in my opinion, if every encounter is one of negativity like i have i can name maybe seven people that every time i talk to them i just feel this like sense of calm every time i talk to them i feel present every single time i talk to them i feel like you know what everything's gonna be all right because you know in hakuna matata right like everything's gonna be all right <laughs> because for me one through six is kaden one through six is kaden oh one through 90 is Nish. I know I said seven. I lied. Sorry, guys. I'm a liar. <laughs> you can't count. <laughs> but um, no, definitely. Like, there, and, and that's been also part of that process, right? Of like kind of removing the chafe, right? I think mm-hmm. that's interesting. Right? Disgusting, but. Like, oh, no, not chafe. Vivid imagery. I, the word is not chafe. The word is chaff. Oh. Chaff. <laughs> <laughs> chafe. Your friend should not give you a rash. <laughs> just like as a no, not dog. a rash. Chaff, as in, you know, like wheat or whatever. Um, <laughs> But, Why are you acting like you've never had a weep before? <laughs> but no, definitely, like, that's one of the things, right, is, like, removing these mm-hmm. negative interactions, right? And it's it's not, sometimes it's not apparent. Sometimes it's, you know, very subtle. And sometimes it's something that you don't recognize until, like, it's a little too later until someone, like, calls you out about it. Um, but definitely, yeah, find your find your group. Find your people. Find those people that make you feel how do you say feel optimistic Como about the day. say happy to be alive happy to be alive and that's the thing also another thing that I've noticed is that like if I don't think about someone like in my day to day like if I'm not walking around like and I don't think about them or if I'm like oh I wonder how this person is doing right 
chances are they're probably not like someone I hold dear because I mean I feel like our brains on some level ca- our, our brains as human beings naturally categorize things mm-hmm. and part of that categorization um, translates into important and not important, right? And not to say people are not, some people are not important. That sounded very, like, harsh. It's relevant and irrelevant to Relevant and irrelevant to our lives. And it does sound callous. It does say, it does sound callous to say this person's irrelevant to my life. But quite frankly, they're pro- you're probably irrelevant to theirs. Think about when you leave spaces that you're in every day that won't last forever. For example, your workplace, for example, campus. If you never make an effort to see that person and you just happen to coincidentally run into them, are you putting effort into the relationship or is it just a relationship of happenstance and circumstance? Right. Um, also, I know we've touched on dopamine addiction a lot. I was talking to someone recently and I was talking to this woman recently about how a lot of girls don't take good photos of their friends almost as if we're afraid, like we're hoarding confidence. Mm. We're hoarding like beauty. Someone else being beautiful doesn't make you any less attractive. But I will say, take good photos of your friends you don't need to post them but like i've started taking pictures recently and cherishing memories yeah and it's just it's really nice looking at my camera and looking at my photo albums and like seeing them dotted with people that i care about yeah you know yeah um i think other thing is take a step back it's okay to be withdrawn sometimes it's okay to be in your own world one thing i've noticed a lot is that a lot of my conversations consist of the other person waiting for me to stop talking so they can talk and for me to me waiting for them to stop talking so I can talk. That's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. You want to hear your own voice. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear my own voice. Sometimes, fuck, I have a podcast. Like, obviously, I want to hear my own voice. Right. Um, but if that's the case, you're not in a friendship. You are simultaneously stroking one another's egos. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. So just be weary of those relationships moving forward. A lot of college... And a a lot of Twitter tells you to cut these people off and ghost them. I don't think that's healthy either. I think you deserve closure. I think when you're leaving a relationship or when you're closing a chapter in your life, the other person deserves to know why. So be responsible and be... (laughs) Kaden and I love sharing drinks. That's another thing. I really like sharing with the people in my life. And, like, once we realize how much we have holy shit I own so much yeah and I'm trying to cut down like physically the amount of things I own as well but I'm also cutting down the amount of people that live in my head rent yeah. free yeah cause like it's expensive up there it's very like, expensive con- it's like New and, York like, rent yeah it's like New York like Manhattan shit you yeah. know like it's like exclusively Gilmore girls can afford to live there <laughs> <laughs> um but just know that you come first know to be ethical responsible and if you don't feel comfortable calling out a friend maybe they're not a friend one thing that i've noticed recently is a lot of my friends use the term crackhead it's not a term mm-hmm. to be taken lightly not at all. i've called out a lot of people on it recently feel free to call me out if i ever say anything problematic and my close friends do ditto yeah and hit us up on social media too um let's not engage in cancel culture but let's tell people when we're doing something wrong so we can grow as people i agree but I've noticed in reactions to people, like, for example, one person was like, it's not that serious. You don't know who in the room had, like, a heroin addiction. And also, you don't even need to have an addiction to be upset by that term. Right. You know? Like, I think we have this idea of, like, someone has to survive trauma to reject your use of a trauma-triggering word. Right. That's not the case. Right. Are you qualified to reject my problematic statement? Exactly. And it's like, that's that's the issue in and of itself, Mm -hmm. right? 
are you qualified? Well, I don't have to be necessarily, a, you know, I don't I have, have to, to be have a lived person. It, but I have to be human. I have yeah. to be humane, right? So Be empathetic. Be careful in your word choice because you don't know who in the room is listening. Caden and I have recently come to the conclusion that we need to be more responsible with this podcast. That while it's really cool that both of us are experiencing a lot of emotional, personal, and spiritual growth. Yeah. That you guys have an expectation for us. Yeah. And this was a passion project. And we are so fucking passionate yeah. about you guys. Yeah. But also, we're res- we need to be accountable. And that's the... I think that's the perfect way to describe it. This literally started as a passion project, Nish and I. And we the reason we call it a passion project is because Nish and I realized that we... Like, we both work so hard mm-hmm. academically, like, for our careers, like, just in life. Like, we work very hard. And one of the things that we want to, to do was to do something fun. Like, just something for us, right? Something that we as friends could share. We didn't expect any of you to listen. Not at all. And it makes us so grateful. Like, we are utterly, like, we are overflowing with joy that some people like really are listening and taking to heart what we said like yesterday i'm gonna i'm gonna shout someone out i'm gonna shout out rakaya rakaya if you're listening we uh, love you we love you rakaya but you know the other day rakaya like after my arabic final which i was kind of like upset about because like you know i think i did very fairly well but like at the same time it was and maybe not my best um but rakaya like literally showed me like notes in her phone of you know, of from us. our podcast and like the you know from of things that we said and quotes that we said, which is like so like humbling and so like just beautiful. I think, um, and it's like we said this is the first episode. We're not experts in anything. Like we're not ex- actually fuck modernity because modernity created specialization and like specialization is ridiculous because we are holistic individuals and we have holistic experiences and we should be able to pursue different experiences so stop narrowing yourself down to one thing you are not just a pre-med you're not just a polls major you are not just a math major you're allowed to be an engineering student who studies philosophy that is facts which (laughs) that is actually facts on facts on facts (laughs) but some say i started a home yes um but definitely like it's very you know just like, we're utterly grateful that you guys really take to heart what we say because for us, it just sounds like we're talking on a fucking phone and, mm-hmm. you know, outside of this, like, weird strip that really doesn't match the rest of the campus. The like, brand is confusing. Yeah, where the pinks, it, like, it really doesn't match anything. Um, but, anyways, we. Architecture students, get on it. <laughs> actually, please. Um, but we're so grateful and I don't know. Thank you guys for encouraging us to do better. And on that note, Nish, what has been going good in your life? Like, what has been going well? Like, I, I think, do they want an update? Like, what's been going well? What are the things that we've been doing? What strides have we been making mm, individually to, you know, because we said we've grown, right? And we've grown, I think emotionally we've grown. So flex it? Let's flex let's, our growth, our vulnerability? I mean, I mean, potentially, yeah, right? I'm like, down. you know, I think it could be a little bit inspiring. Also, I want to shout out two things. Um, So one, 2020 elections are coming up. Impeachment trials are coming up. And you have a lot of Houston-wide and local elections that we need to be tuning into. So weird little plug, but I'm a part of this group, Fort Ben Young Dems. They're really cool. They have a meeting coming up next Thursday at the Tea House. I'll probably be tweeting about it excessively. I think it's really important for young people to be involved in the political process because you don't understand how many people are speaking for you. Mm -hmm. You don't understand how many people are speaking for you on issues like affirmative action, on issues like healthcare, on issues like, like police brutality, and honestly on like more what feel rudimentary issues. 
stuff like tuition, stuff like taxes, stuff like homelessness. Um, I'm working for a candidate now. I'm managing his campaign for yeah. judge, Christian Woo-hoo. Becerra, 434. Um, that's my boss and my dad. Just kidding. If my dad's listening, do better. <laughs> I've noticed my grapes are a little squishy these days uh, in my fruit box. Um, other than that, I have been working really hard at school. I think we touched on this a lot the last time, but actually read, actually get to know your professors. My professors this semester have been out of the park, out of this world. They have honestly taught me a lot more about how to understand about academia. And our last conversation on our last pod was about academia and how it's just like, it's this tower of knowledge. And I think this semester has been instrumental in teaching me how to deconstruct it and like make knowledge more wildly accessible. Also, side note, please do well on your finals, you guys. Please do well. Please study or, you know, don't cram, like actually make an effort. And if you don't do well, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. No, you know, someone told me yesterday that nothing is boiled down to one decision. It's always a series of decisions. You know, we, you know, they, it's a series of decisions, an aggregate that makes up this final product, right? Did you use a mathematical term? I, I did. <laughs> Edward, we're shouting you out. Um, Edward Schmeckel. <laughs> but no, it's this aggregate of decisions, right? So this one decision, this one final this one application for something that you're applying for is not going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You're an amazing and beautiful human being, whoever you are. And you're going to be perfectly fine. And you don't inshallah. need a significant other. You don't need a best friend. You don't need someone else to complete you. You're a complete person. Um, what about you, Kaden? Where are you at? Well, currently, um, this, this semester has been like extremely busy, which like I don't think I can say enough times. But... Um, so I've taken the initiative to apply Anish. initiative to apply to a series of like fellowships. Hell so yeah. Hell yeah, um, critical language scholarship, uh, Boren, which I'll be applying to over the winter break. Um, and both of those are things that are kind of geared towards my career and kind of my passion. Right. So they're both like language learning mm-hmm. um, scholarships, but also they're, you know, you get to travel and it's all paid for by the government. Thank God. Um, <laughs> the only thing the government's ever done. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Kamala Harris for dropping out of the race because I think she found out how many kids of color weren't being arrested for faulty marijuana possession charges. And I, uh, oop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I've been busy you know applying for these fellowships which i'm so grateful you know to have the opportunity to apply for because they're amazing opportunities and inshallah i get them um Hayden is freaking learning arabic and he's learning so well so quickly i'm always astounded by his intellect mashallah mashallah continue to get better but oh my god you guys don't understand such a f- cool freaking person oh to know god. thank you so much yeah no i have been learning arabic and like it's it's been amazing like i actually i absolutely love language learning and it's like one of like the things that brings me joy, like mm-hmm. cooking, language learning, and like hookah. Um, but, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Am I kidding? Ah, <laughs> but, nicotine addiction. <laughs> but it definitely all you know. It brings. It's one of those things that brings me joy because I don't know. For me, there's nothing more beautiful than being able to communicate with someone in their mother tongue. Right. I think language is the. It's the key to culture. Yes. And for a lot of kids. I think their parents didn't teach them their native language because they were afraid of that accent. Yeah. I think sometimes, one thing that my professor told me, and we've mentioned it before, is that English is not innocent. English is a language very complicit in violence. Yes. Um, 
And so, like, take the initiative, 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 and go learn another language. No, actually, though. But don't do it right now because we want Caden to get these fellowships. So just like wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been applying to these fellowships. Um, I also got a job at a law firm. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and it's very interesting. It's tax law, which like originally I thought it was like going to be extremely boring, but it's hella scandalous and like Ooh. super like dramatic and I kind of like it because it's like I mean not because it's dramatic but because it's actually very fascinating I don't think I would I don't think I'd want to do it in the long term but definitely like I'm so grateful for the opportunity to like be working at this law firm um and try stuff out and try different things out that's something really important right trying new things make an effort like you have so much time in college you have so much and so little time in college yeah and you're never gonna have this experience again for a lot of us uh the rest of our lives are gonna be nine to five jobs I know we have this millennial fascination in doing the things that you're passionate about. For some of us, that means doing something to make a lot of money right now to invest in things we're passionate about exactly, later. Exactly, exactly. So be be open-minded, be tolerant. Um, everyone's route is different, and I think that's really crucial to know. I agree with that. It's about the end result, mm-hmm. right? Um, but definitely, you know, it's been a really great semester. It's been chill, oh, a lot of self-reflecting, mm-hmm. right? Alhamdulillah, like a lot of, you know, self-reflecting, a lot of, you know, great opportunities that have been presented to me. And another thing, so U of H actually has a ridiculous amount of opportunities for students. Like, and one of the biggest critiques that we get, like, or that like the honors college like has of like the student body or like the university has of the student body is we have so many opportunities for students and students are not taking them. Mm-hmm. Like applying for CLS, applying for Boren, applying for, you know, PERS, which is an undergraduate research fellowship, applying for, you know, the Mellon Fellows, like undergraduate research things. Like these things are so important and they're so instrumental and they're amazing opportunities. There will be nowhere in your life, no time in your life where you could write two 200 word essays and get six thousand dollars to do research fully funded by the by your university and go abroad for a year yeah it's a little pretentious yeah it's a little lizzie mcguire circa her trip to rome which by the way great movie really great movie um but pursue these opportunities and there's no freaking harm in applying having too many opportunities is the best problem exactly and the worst that could happen is that you don't get them so i urge you guys to apply I, and, you know, apply for these things, take opportunities, um, you know, work on making yourself the best you that you can be, right? You'll never be the best you you can be because we're always striving for it. But firstly, figure out what that means to you, I think, right? Like what, who do you want to be? Yeah. Right? And what surround is yourself with people who you want to be like. Because as much as we want to deny it, we are a reflection of the people that we are around that is very true. all the time. If you're around people that are doom and gloom, you will be doom and gloom. And if you're around people where everything is a competition, like friendship is not who wins and who loses. Exactly, exactly. But definitely, you know, think about who do you want to be? Think about what do you, how will you get, what are the steps that you can take to become that individual, right? And you're gonna have pitfalls and you're gonna, you know, mess up on those steps and that's perfectly okay. We're all going through it. You know, we're college students, like literally everything in college is, you know, like, a left hook or like mm-hmm. a drop kick in reality right like but take those steps you know it doesn't hurt i think something that i started doing is like 
I'm writing five things that I need to be better about. Mm -hmm. Five very pragmatic, very specific things that I need to be better about. And five things that I'm really good about. And it's a good balance to have. It's very much quantifying my growth, but it's cool looking back over like two months and being like, I've accomplished this. I haven't accomplished this. I want to be like this person. I don't want to be like this person, you know? And it's okay to not, it's okay to respect someone, but not seek out their company. Um, I think overall we're about we're at four, 40 minutes right now. We thought this was going to be like a five minute hello. I'm so sorry. Dude, we talk a lot. I really like that about us. I hope us. it was substantive. I hope it was substantive too. Um, as always, DM us with your options, with your opinions. Yes. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Thoughts on merch, by the way? Actually, we're really considering merch. So we're considering buttons, potentially hats, and we want to donate to a charity. So if you guys are interested in like helping us support things that we yeah. care about we haven't figured out exactly what we want to do yet yeah um but yeah thoughts on merch question mark question mark also if you have charity ideas let us know and if you're a graphic designer that wants to make our logo right <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that one out there <laughs> yes so this is goodbye until our next episode which will be soon we promise this time it ha- will be soon happy holidays i hope everyone's thanksgiving slash colonizer holiday oop went really well colonizer absolution day <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hope arguing with your family around the Thanksgiving table was fruitful. It was it was quite interesting. Um, make someone's day. Say something nice. Yeah. Compliment yourself. Compliment the people around you. And love yourself. Vibe. All right. This is us signing off. That's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.